da 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 You sound insane. You realize that? Oh, yeah. The whole world got crazy. Seriously? It's showtime. Hear ye, hear ye. Come one, come all. To the annual Mad About Movies State of the Union. Yay! Let the filibustering begin. <laughs> um, so, this is a once a year thing on the show. And welcome for the people who've never heard the show before. We're sorry. You might want to go to another episode. Because, Skip ahead. Yeah. This is kind of our um, our yearly opportunity to reset and re-kind of introduce ourselves to uh, the listener and kind of just tell you where we're at as a show. My name is Hove, As people. Um, things like the, that. Yeah. His name is Hove. Um, H to the O-V. I used and, to. I can't, you may not know about this about me, but I used to move snowflakes down by the OZ. Yeah, I did. And I guess even I found back that then, you could call me CEO of the ROC. Oh, but anyway, I, continue. I could, Sorry. I could have, but I didn't. <laughs> um, there is something that we want to do, and that is uh, say thank you to everyone yes. who listens to the show and gives us a reason to do a State of the Union uh, because we do get emails, questions, things like that about the show, how it started, how. Uh, how we're doing in our individual lives, things like that. And we appreciate the people who follow and tweet us and follow us on social media and all of all platforms, not only Twitter and uh, interact with us and email us and subscribe and leave us five stars and do the whole shebang. We love that and appreciate that. And that's the reason that we're here this evening, but there is a, but to that um, we do the show for free and it will always be free. I want to say that right up front. Um, the show will never charge you to listen to the show. Um, our weekly show will always be free, and that is the way it's going to continue. But in order for it to continue like that, we have to give up time. We spend time seeing the movies. We spend time researching the movies. We spend time recording the episodes. We spend time editing the episodes, doing the graphics, doing all the social media, doing everything that makes the show a show instead of just uh, nothing. Um, we have a website to run. We have things like that. Email accounts to respond to. It's a it's a job for the three of us. It's a side job for the three of us, and um, so that needs to be set up front as well. Having said that, um, this show has always been a product of the listeners. Um, mm -hmm. We take suggestions on episodes. We always listen to feedback on. Hey, y'all should do more of this. Hey, y'all should do less of this. Hey, y'all should do a review on this movie. Hey, y'all should never talk about that movie again. <laughs> um, we do listen to all that type of stuff. And we always, um, this has always been fueled by the public. I mean, we always talk about the most popular movie of the week, whether it's what we want to see or not. What If the public demands it, we do it. Uh, that's really kind of how the show has been run and will always be run. So in that regard, um, we're here for you. Um, we appreciate all that. And all that you've done and to keep the show going, but the show uh, must keep going. And so for that reason, we do have a donate section on our website and this is a pay what you will and pay what you want type of thing. Uh, if you want to throw us seven cents, throw us seven cents. We would appreciate that. Um, if you um, listen to us every day and you're like, yeah, listening to them every day for the past year is worth 10 bucks. 
you can throw us 10 bucks. That's super appreciated. If you want to throw us $900,000, that's super appreciated too. (laughs) The show will get much better if you do that. Yeah. (laughs) um, It's honestly, uh, whatever's in your heart type of thing. And we will say we've been extremely honored and blessed by a lot of people that have felt that. And, um, we've rewarded them with numerous things by writing them or sending them something or having them come on the show, which a lot of great listeners have come on in the past year. If you've listened for that long, you do know that. And um, so those are all fun things and, and kind of our way of saying thank you to the fans. But again, uh, the show has to pay for itself and it is starting to. Um, so we really appreciate that and we want to keep it going this year. So this is the only time of the year that we do stop down and, and, and say, please donate to the show if you can. Um, again, it'll always be free. But um, you know, I I download music on Spotify or whatever. I listen, I listen on streaming. But if I like the band, I'm gonna buy the record. You know, I'm gonna right, buy the right. T-shirt. I'm gonna go see them in concert. I'm. Gonna, it's really no different than with podcasting nowadays, uh, especially with how many podcasts there are out there and how com- how honestly competitive it is, um, and how many podcasts you have to choose to listen to. So for the ones that you do choose to follow, um, I support them. I support podcasts that I listen to. Um, I'll donate. I'll, I will, um, buy one of their shirts or something like that. So, and, um, and on that front, I yeah. mean, I know we do have, we have advertisers now. And if you notice in the last year, which is great and, and that's all that, but the show still, uh, is needs to be self-sustaining and, and, and we all put a lot of time into it, but if you can't donate money, that's fine. We get it. We've all understand there's myriad personal reasons for that, but there's other things you can do, which can, yes. we can, we can get to now. So there's, you, you can follow us on our, various social media accounts right i mean you can we've, mm-hmm. we're on twitter at ma'am underscore podcast you can search mad about movies there you're on facebook search mad about movies podcast we're now on instagram for some on god reason <laughs> god reason um <laughs> at mad about movies podcast brian what else what uh, all, all three of us are on snapchat follow us on yeah. snapchat i think look, yeah, that stuff really yeah. it, it does make a difference it that when we are setting out to like uh take this to the next level believe it or not that stuff really does make a difference so find us follow us engage with us too like we try really hard to engage especially on twitter on email but also facebook and and uh and now instagram and and uh, snapchat and we'll, we'll have a letterbox set up too pretty soon and and so look we want you to find us we we really do enjoy engage well kent and i really enjoy engaging with you guys uh richard abhors you as per usual but like that's a big part I'm of nice. what makes i'm nice via email <laughs> yeah it's fine uh it is a big part of what makes this a successful show is the listener engagement and uh and we you know, we really do get a kick out of that, and we we try really hard to to make that happen. So reach out, email us, tweet us, get on Facebook, and follow us, and comment, and Instagram, all that stuff. We want you to find us, tell your friends, retweet us. All that stuff really does make a difference um, as far as kind of helping us build. This is going to be a big year for us, we think, and and we're really looking forward to that. And it's been so cool to see. Um, you know, we've been doing this for four years now, four years, I think this, this week. And, uh, which is crazy to see that having what we've been able to, uh, to accomplish, honestly, thanks to, to you guys and to the listeners and whatnot has been so cool to see that unfold over the last four years and where we're at now versus, uh, where we were as we sat around a card table in Kent's apartment, uh, four years ago, really not having any clue what we were doing. This has been awesome, but we need, you know, we need a little more. We need you to help us out. Uh, 
follow us and like us and, and engage and all that sort of stuff and leave us reviews. We're going to be better this year. We used to do this really well. And then we've kind of gotten bogged over the course of the last couple of years, just with how much we've, how many reviews and, and comments and emails and stuff we've gotten, but we're going to be better this year about, uh, reading five-star reviews on the air and just taking 30 seconds every couple of weeks to, to do that. And, uh, so if you've not reviewed us yet, please do so. If you've not told a friend about us, please do so. We, we really need your help to, to kind of spread the word and get that out there and to where 2017 can be, uh, the biggest year yet, which it surely should be is shaping up that way. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to say a big shout out on that note to our partner, Wondery, who, um, actually goes out and represents the show to people that matter. Um, Wondery.com, uh, it's a great podcasting network that we are a part of um they're a partner of ours and they're the ones who bring you the awesome deals the blue apron deals the frame bridge deals the all the free clothes and meals and all that stuff that we're going to offer the listeners um those are vetted by us so we're not just uh doing advertisers that uh we don't like or that you won't like we always pick um companies to work with that we know I'm still ticked you the, guys uh, didn't approve richard's house of chicken <laughs> sorry richard next time you gotta step up to the plate but you know we're gonna bring you the loot crates and we're gonna bring you the uh the deals on dvds and things like that and movie deals and things that we know that uh that our listeners are gonna be down with and um blue apron especially is one that uh, we know everybody can be down with and they've been uh, with us since the beginning so thank you to them but um Wondery.com. Check out some of their shows, some of their other shows that they're partners with. Um, Hollywood and Crime is a new one that they just launched. Um, there's one called Terms that they just launched. And uh, Found is another big one that they produce as well. Um, and so good stuff, good podcast network, good uh, Star Wars Minute is another one that uh, they represent. And that's a popular Star Wars podcast that you might have heard of. So check those out and support those as well. And thank you to them for, um, again, representing us to mm-hmm. um, the, the people that matter at podcast conventions and all that type of stuff. So shout out to them. If you ever see them, give them a big shout out and uh, good stuff. Okay. Yeah. So that that's exciting. I don't think we've ever really announced that on the show. So that's that's yeah. maybe the most exciting news that we can, the State mm-hmm. of the Union can provide is that we are part of a, a, a network now. And um, it's been great and it's helped grow the show. And I can say now, um, as we are sitting here at the beginning of February, that uh, January of 2017 was our biggest month ever as a show. So, Crazy. Um, the show was only getting bigger, and people were telling their friends and, and all that, so that's all good news. And so what that means is the show is going to continue. Um, there's no really reason for us to hang it up anytime soon. Um, at least the statistics aren't telling us that. So, um, <laughs> yeah. we are, um, we're growing. We're going to be, this is motivation for us, if anything, to be pushing out more content. Um, mm-hmm. if you guys don't know, um, my personal life, it was probably the most busy it's been in the past, uh, for the past, you know, at least six or seven years last year. Um, I don't anticipate it being that busy again this coming year. You know, I can't promise that, but. I do have um, a break here from now and basically until uh, late July, as far as like we're going to be able to push out a lot of episodes, you know, multiple ones per week, hopefully most weeks. And um, that's that's the goal. So um, more episodes than ever are coming and um, we're going to really, really hit it home in 2017. There's 
we've already booked pretty much our entire schedule through August as far as what we know what movie we're doing that week or we have an idea. So that's mm-hmm. exciting too. A lot of years we can only forecast a, a month or so in advance just because it's, it's just so murky. So yeah. that's a positive as well. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of fun stuff happening. And um, again, we actually purchased uh, thanks to you. Thanks to the listener. We used the money that you donated the listener and got ourselves a rig that we can go out and do shows live. We can go to places around town and uh, invite people out and do live podcasts, and we've, which we've done at the Alamo Draft House and things like that in the past. But um, that does give us the ability to meet together and record together and do commentary tracks like we did with Now You See Me and things like that. So that's mm-hmm. that that um, that donation provided. It's going to help grow the show in that sense. You're going to actually hear the difference um, yeah. in your money being spent. So um, that we're, we're we're planning. On uh, you know meeting once a month, recording five or six throwback episodes, bonus episodes, and spreading those out over the over the next month or two uh, throughout the year, and so you know look out for those, and that'll be a fun time for all, yeah. I'm sure. And a couple more ways, real fast, Kent, that you guys, the listeners, can can uh, connect with us. Mm-hmm. We do have a newsletter. In case yeah. you're not subscribed to that, uh, just find that on our website. We throw that out once a month. We've got one. It's supposed to be the first Monday of every month. Uh, we got all of us were super busy in January and you guys were a little bored with us anyway. There was so much going on. Everybody knows that. So uh, first issue of the year will be coming out next week. Find that on the website, uh, com, and subscribe. And uh, we're going to be doing some uh, some fun contests and uh, giveaways and stuff like that this year as well. So be looking for that, especially on Twitter. But we'll try to put it up on the other services and whatnot as well. Uh, but we're going to do I think we're going to do an Oscar predictions contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year with you guys, which we're really excited about. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll send that out soon and, and talk about it on the air too. But, uh, but yeah, be on the lookout for that kind of thing. And we just we want to engage with you guys as much as possible. It really does make a big difference for what we're doing. So, and so we'll many have, ways you can do that this this year. Definitely, we will have uh, more merch too. We've had the yes, t-shirt yeah, we yeah. did last year was really successful. We did a limited run just because it's unfathomable to us anyone would buy a shirt with us on it but we sold out of them yeah we sold out pretty quickly um so we're going to do a few other things as well uh kind of kicking around some ideas as to we'll do shirts we'll do another different design shirt but we want some other stuff uh for for uh, those of you that may want something for your desk or something like that so if you have any ideas for merch we're we're willing to uh yeah tell us what you want besides a t-shirt yeah Yeah. tell us what you would like and uh we can we could probably get some stuff in the in the store we just gotta say coffee mugs might be out of the question just because um in order to send them to you you're gonna have to pay like 20 bucks for them because they're so hard to ship we've tried that we we know coffee cups are are really hard to ship without paying ten dollars or fifteen dollars shipping charge which we don't want you to do um so uh that might be out of the question but anything else kind of goes as far as what kind of merch you would like to see we're open to that okay so yeah so yeah. comment tweet like do all that review all that review. stuff donate anything you can do do it we are really good i think about not beating you over the head with that all year mm-hmm. long we're just annoying for about a month about it and you guys always in and, and that's to our credit 
And to your credit, you guys always take care of everything in a month, and we feel comfortable where we're not going to bother you all year about it because we want to do a good show that's fun and is a community for everyone that likes movies and likes making fun of Now You See Me and you know all that kind of stuff. And so you know we're not going to do a pledge drive all year like some shows do, and that I get that. That's totally these these shows are not cheap or easy to produce. Um, but it, let's just let's all come together, let's all get involved, super involved for a month, and then you know. Everyone hang back, enjoy the shows for 11 months. Does that sound good to everybody? It does. And again, we I wanted this to feel like an invitation for the listener to get involved in, again, more than just donating as far as yes. just, just yes. get get involved in the conversation. Because this is uh, this it, podcast literally is a conversation about movies. And um, we want everyone to be a part of it. Again, we have invited listeners onto the show multiple times in the past because of the conversations that we have off the air through social media and through email and things like that about a movie say, Oh wow, that's a great point. You should come on the show and talk about it sometime, you know, something like that. So get involved and uh, we'd love to hear all that. We love it when you send us your top 10 lists and your thoughts on the Oscar nominees and all that good stuff. So keep it coming. And uh, we're looking forward to an even bigger 2017. I can't wait for the the state of the union next year. It's going to be, we should big stuff. Yeah, no, we'll be celebrating. We'll be in a, we'll be podcasting from a, uh, from a big bathtub full of champagne because that's where all the money, all of you, your hard-earned money, that's where it's all going. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, we should say madaboutmoviespodcast at gmail dot com, or you can mm-hmm. fill out the little contact piece on our website madaboutmoviespodcast dot com if you want to kind of long form get in touch with us. Um, if you want to quip back and forth and send, uh, is it gifts or gifs? I never remember. Gif. Um, if you want to send gifts back and forth to each other, Twitter's normally the easiest place if you want to get into a more detailed nuanced conversation i always recommend email right yep yep that sums it some of more handwritten letters too we accept those as well we do accept snail mail mm-hmm. uh, send them to attention Corey Wynn send them to at 28 <laughs> yeah no you can send them to me at work one cowboy's way prisco there you go send us send us your ma'am fan mail if you have it bring it on okay um, that about wraps it up for the State of the Union, mm-hmm. and um, that's it for the year, I guess. We're we're gonna say thank you to the people that do donate. So if you do donate, expect a shout out uh, on the show, and uh, we'll do that. But um, that's that's really it. And uh, so thanks for the the thanks for your attention this evening. And uh, the court is adjourned, and uh, that's it. No, um, let's give some thoughts on Moonlight, though before we get out of here, if we can. Um, That's the last big movie of the year that we haven't covered. So last we big movie of the year that we've all seen and haven't really officially talked about. So I guess let's uh, wrap up this kind of mini bonus combo with uh, Moonlight Thoughts. And Brian, I guess you saw it first. Maybe let's start with you and just your general impression. Yeah, it's been... Uh, several months now since I've seen it, uh, which is not the ideal way to to review movies. So I'm I'm trying to, you know, kind of uh, I spent today like re- reminding myself about uh, about the movie as a whole. Um, it's very interesting. It's really well put together. Barry Jenkins. Um, I I don't know if he's gonna win because Damien Chazelle. But if he if uh, if Chazelle doesn't win, I think this is your guy, and and he's it's well deserved. Um, this is like. Uh, you know the way that that it's structured it, there's not a whole lot of narrative to it it is just a 
uh, a glimpse. If you if you're not familiar with the movie, it's told in three parts. Um, as this 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 kid who who starts out, uh, his name is is Chiron. Uh, I can't remember what his name is in the middle. I have to look that up. So I'm I'm working on that. Anyway, it's told in three parts. He's I believe he is seven years old, and then he's 14 or 15 years old, and then he's uh, 24, 25 years old, and uh, he. It's just about his trying to survive and trying to figure out who he is um, as a person in a very terrible situation. And uh, gosh, it's heartbreaking and puts you through the emotional gamut. Um, All three parts are very well executed and and the performances. I'm, I'm impressed with. Uh, the three the kids up to an adult that they got to to play the main character and then uh, Barry Jenkins and, and his crew they did a great job great job of surrounding him uh, with that person whichever it was in e- in each act uh, with with very good uh, supporting actor to the point that uh, uh, Marshall Ali gave the the best performance I saw this year hands down wasn't even close and I'll be I will riot in the streets if he doesn't win. <laughs> Uh, the best supporting actor. So, well, Aaron Taylor uh, Johnson, though. <laughs> right. Yeah. Stinking Golden Globes. I have already burned France to the ground. No, look, it's a, it's a really, really, really well-made movie. I kind of didn't expect that I was going to be all that invested in it just from the, you know, the premise or uh, the descriptor that I had heard going in. I was like, oh, it's really, I don't know this is going to be the type of movie that really uh, engages with me. Um, but I think kind of the, the brilliance of the movie and Jenkins himself is like turning a very, um, gosh, how do I put that? It's a very micro story and giving it kind of a macro feel, I guess. And that's, yes, and, yeah. yeah, what, it's what is, like that's a major accomplishment. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. It's yeah. a meditation on life. More happens in this than boyhood and you can, you can make all kinds of sociological arguments as to what that represents versus this sort of you know angst ridden but altogether idyllic white childhood in central texas versus the -hmm. childhood that this character has and in young adult um and then it's also sort of a a variation of of boyhood in the in a technical sense the brilliance of boyhood was the 12 years of um filming you know the same people it's the subtlety of it because it if if you're filming a scene, you know, every 12 years or, you know, every year for 12 years and you put them all back to back to back, it's going so right. slow that you don't ever notice the change until the very, you know what I mean? It's not like this where, you know, it's six jarring, years have it, gone back, yeah. uh, gone by. And, and so, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. watching, it's like a watching a clock, you know, you don't see the minute hand move until you turn away and look back and you see it move. You know what I mean? Totally. And, and, but the, the genius in this way, which I think is every bit as kind of difficult in its own way was really, you feel, you know, you really do get lost. These are three different human beings playing this character, but you really do forget that. And, um, and there's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking boyhood or this. They're just two very different ways to show a passage of time and a, and a, and a, 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 a youth. And both, I found them equally effective. It's enormously moving watching that kid grow up in boyhood. And mm-hmm. I found this equally moving in watching him, this kid that you saw, you really believe that he's now this, this man. And you've seen what he's gone through in different kind of drop. You don't see his whole life, but you kind of drop in for, for bits. And it's tragic in a lot of ways. And it's beautiful in a lot of ways. And it's, it's life, you know. I don't mean to be like, I sound like a, a 
a poet on PBS or something, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's really effective in that way. Yeah, I agree. Um, man, this movie just felt really authentic to me. Um, that was For my sure. first kind of glaring word. If I was to describe my experience, um, it felt real. Uh, it didn't feel like acting, you know, it felt like you were really experiencing this with, especially Marshall Ali. Um, he was brilliant. Um, but I mean, the actual character of Chiron was, I, I mean, you, you could have convinced me that it was the same actor. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah, so consistent uh, between the three totally scenes that it, that really, really what helped it. I think him as an adult was kind of the most effective to me. What about you guys as a little kid or as a teenager, or as an adult, what was the most like, uh, man, what, what the, it's yeah, that's tough. I think, uh, I think his, it's his probably the most heartbreaking as, as a kid. Um, yeah. Just because the, it's a, he's alone yes, in the, you know, the you know, family situation. Each, what's crazy is that each or crazy. What's, what's incredible about it is there's each of the, the acts has a couple of scenes that really stick out as like, man, that's, that's the powerful scene. And then you move on. You're like, man, that's a really powerful scene. And so it kind of has given each of the, each of the versions of Chiron an opportunity to, to, to shine in those moments. I thought, I mean, the, um, the sequence that to me was the best in the entire film was, uh, was little sitting down with, uh, with one with, with Ali Mm -hmm. at the table. Um, and, uh, having this really asking him a question that he shouldn't, (laughs) I mean, the kid's like seven, he should never have to ask. And he certainly shouldn't have to ask, someone who amounts to a stranger and the way in which the delicate way in which uh Juan Marshall Ali's character the way he handles that and responds is so touching and beautiful like it got me choked up real fast and I did not expect that like it kind of comes out of nowhere and that you know lends itself to uh, an organic interaction between these two and, and and leads to more of that throughout the 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 uh the movie but yeah I, as far as the the versions of of chiron going i think yeah the adult version is um the most affecting because he has um because by that point you've built up some kind of currency with him and you really see like where he has come from and you, 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 you and now you see now you're dropped into his life seven years later and you see what he has become and it's uh it's both depressing but also like kind of not kind of, it is it's fitting and it depressingly fitting where you're just like yeah that makes sense because of this this and this and this i see why we've gotten to this point and it's that in itself just seeing where he's at in that final act um to begin the act is is uh kind of heartbreaking in a way yeah it's such an authentic coming of age story you know um it's really about um more than any especially any kind of uh, Best Picture nominee, maybe, I don't know, Hacksaws, similar to that, maybe Hell or High Water to a degree, but about self-discovery and about mm-hmm. um, escapism, yeah. uh, you know, especially Hell or High Water is about escapism and about uh, giving you that rush or or whatever. Um, this is definitely about escaping your situation more than about escaping something for pleasure's sake, you know. Um, and he wanted to find joy. Uh, Little wanted to find joy in in any sense of the word, in any capacity. Right. He didn't care. You know that's what makes that scene, Brian, so touching with Juan is that he's just like, I don't. You know, 
his basic basic point is like where can i find that you know how yes. how can yeah. i find that that companion or that uh feeling of being wanted you know that's really all he wanted um so wow heartbreaking but um this movie was extremely well shot extremely well acted um barry jenkins watch out for him you know mm-hmm. um and uh great adaptation of a a fairly famous play i'm believing i don't know if it's a famous play but a fairly well-known no, play. it's original i thought it was oh i thought it was based on a um short it, it's based on something, something yeah is it uh, oh okay i thought it was an original yeah I know it's, it's original it's, screenplay as far as it's not uh based on any other movies it's not a remake or anything like that but right. I think it's, it was it's, based on a it's sh- an adapted screenplay yeah one so act play or something oh like that's that. right it's yeah in the moonlight black black boys with blue that's right yeah that's there, right. You go. there you go so um as far as that goes i mean i like i said it felt authentic it did not feel like mm-hmm. it was um didn't even feel like scripted you know like that's weird to say right it, it, it's kind of similar to like uh what was that beast of the southern wild Remember yes. that? Yeah, yeah. It yeah, kind of yeah. had this documentary way of it of being shot, but um, it wasn't a documentary at all. Um, but this was wow. Um, I the situation. I, I mean, the fact that it's the drug dealer. He Juan's a drug dealer, but he's also caring for the kid. But he's also the mom's dealer. You know, it's like a mm-hmm. it's like a weird. He has to either give up the mom or give up the kid or give up the drug. You know, he has to, he, he's in him of himself is going through yeah. the ringer, you know, let alone mm-hmm. the kid that he's raising or trying to influence, you know? So yeah. I, I, I kind of wanted to see more of Juan in this movie. I'm sure. Totally. That's the, yes. That's probably yes. the main, what everybody's saying, but, uh, uh-huh. as far as I would think, but no, um, I would have wanted to see him how maybe they meet up, you know, further down the road a couple of times, you know, with little, mm. um, I, yeah. I expected that, but it didn't really come to fruition. Right. That's my main issue or, or complaint, I guess with, with the movie is cause I think this is one of your three best movies of the year, probably maybe I don't know, three or four best movies. Mm-hmm. And it's <sighs> the reason that I would have it lower than some of the others is because Ali is such an incredible presence on the screen when he's there and he's it's quiet and uh understated and he's so he's so good at that man like he just has this he's one of the one of the guys that you can look at and you get more from uh uh you know an eye contact or a head nod or something like that than you would get from a lot of other actors from an entire uh you know an hour of dialogue he's just so contained and so um does such a good job of expressing what he's doing in in very small ways he's so good he's so good in that first act and i I think we're at spoilers at this point so just be aware spoiler 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 um when you move into the second act and you you kind of find out slowly that he's he's died somewhere along the line the movie does miss something for the second and third act um that it that it has in that first act and it's um, I think that's what, for me at least, that's why it's it's a little bit lower than some of these other other really good movies from the year is just because that first act was like coming out banging and I'm on I'm a hundred percent in and this is so incredible. The second and third act are done so well and uh, the performances are really really great, but it's it's missing to me it's missing him. Um, and I don't know how you change the narrative to make that happen and that's you know that's not possible. That's the way the narrative's supposed to go through. 
but it does seem like it's lacking a little compared to that first sequence for me. Yeah, I can't disagree with that, Richard. No, it. I mean, that's such a powerhouse performance and the tenderness and that, you know, the kids, The your protagonist is never going to be more likable than when he's an innocent kid, even though right, you right. never stop rooting for him or anything. But, uh, but uh, excuse me, I may sneeze halfway through this. Um, <laughs> you guys keep talking. I want to see if you sneeze. I'm, uh, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm, everyone's on. No, I got rid of it. Okay. So it's a, uh, it's, you're never going to, uh, uh, it sucks that that's the first act. You'd love for that to be the middle act, but uh, but the rest of the film is great. It shouldn't, nothing should be taken away from it. But you're right; that is very rare. It is a movie peak in its first uh, forty minutes. That's a best picture nominee, and this does. But that's it peaks so high that who cares? Right, that's fair. Yeah, I I like his um kind of response to the bullying, you know, because uh, yeah, Chiron no has bullied boy. his yeah. whole life. And uh, kind of has a moment there in the school where he doesn't want to be bullied anymore. And that's always a good kind of redemption um, when we can see that come to fruition on a, in a movie, you know, oftentimes it's, it happens and they bottle it up and nothing really ever happens or they don't ever confront it or come to terms with it, but came terms with that and a lot of other things. And so, once you do that, that's really all you can ask for, you know. Um, mm. That's uh, that's what we're all looking for, right? So, um, wow, um, effective in a lot of ways, um, effective artistically, effective emotionally, effective in the acting, um, the characters that I wanted to see more of. So, kind of marked all the boxes, and as far as mm. uh, as far as I'm concerned, do you, could you, other than you know, like we said, wanting more Juan in this movie, is there any complaints? Like, I can't really... <laughs> no, no. It's, I mean, this it's is a, a pretty, it's, pretty solid it's, movie. It's a really well done It's a Best movie, Picture and... nominee, what can I say? But, I mean... Yeah, and look, if if I'm putting money... La La Land's the, you know, the, I think... I, I think La La Land's about to win about 700 Academy Awards, which is fine. This to me is the, this would be the one that I'd say this, this is what's sneaking up. Like if something, whether it's uh best director or best picture, um, what, what movie could, uh, could come in and sneak in and, and take one of those awards. I would say, I think it's moonlight cause it, it's playing really well. It, it plays so well because it's, um, boy, Jenkins does such a good, great job of just taking this story that, like I said, kind of seems like is irrelevant to a lot of us and making it uh so much more so much more all-encompassing than you might expect it to be otherwise and it, yeah look it's it's a really it's a really good so movie. much more 2016 movie than than la la land oh yeah, yeah it sure, tells the story sure. of kind of where we were way more not not to say i mean i would probably vote for la la land as a movie of the year but when you're kind of remembering the zeitgeist, La La Land is kind of yearless. It's timeless, and that's lovely about it. But this really definitely has a time and place in, in a great way as well. I think so, too. And uh, it would get, you know, I mean, I would not be upset at all if this one for Best Picture. Yes, you would. This is the, you would cry. You uh, would got, cry. No, no you would I would throw not. things at your TV. I would not be upset if La La Land did not win Best Picture. Because it was my fate. It's not going to change the fact that I loved it, you know? I yeah. Mean, um, this could win. Hidden Figures could win. Hell or High Water could win. This is coming in strong. 
I mean, mm-hmm. if it wins, if it wins, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to stay off social media, you know, like throw my phone in, at the TV or anything. Um, but I could totally see Moonlight winning, and, and rightfully so. Heck, this is the spotlight of this year. You know, this is yeah. the social commentary, very well made, very well acted, hard to complain about it, like super solid on almost every respect movie. And you can't. And, Good comp, Ken. And, and uh, you know, this is uh, Lala Land's The Birdman, you know? It's super mm-hmm. artistic, like uh, everybody's giving their best performances, it's changing the way films are made kind of movie, you know, and both can win, you know, in different years. So that's, that's fine. No, we'll just see what this year has in store. I, I would think from the, I mean, this played really well on a screener though. Moonlight did. Um, oh yeah. So does La La Land though. I mean, I don't know. I, it's, I can see either one winning. I can't see hidden figures winning. Even though it's got good buzz, I can't see it. I can't see it winning, but I can see Moonlight winning. I'm not even kidding. I could not complain about it. Uh, what about me? Ghostbusters? Answer the call. Could you see that winning? Is that I could see it winning for something, and it's called Razzie for <laughs> worst, well, movie, worst performance. Sexist, can't like seriously <laughs> warn us before you launch into your sexist hate. Sorry, speech. bro. Sorry, <laughs> has nothing to do with that. I assure you. No, like I think it does everything to do with that. Oh, no, it does actually everything. You're right. <laughs> um, but as far as uh, Moonlight, do you have any other thoughts on concerns on it? A type of movie that people, a lot of people think is not for them. And I would tell you mm-hmm. that it probably is. And so see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's very well. And we'd also be remiss with it to walk out of here without talking about Naomi Harris got nominated yeah. for an Oscar and she's Janelle really Monet good. Too. Janelle Monae is so good. And you, I don't think you guys saw uh hidden figure. She, she's someone to watch. Cause Hidden Figures, Hidden Figures A is really good, and B, she is she steals the show. She's incredible. She's very good in this as well. Um, those are two really strong performances that just I think I'm glad that Naomi Harris got uh, nominated for the Oscar because she's great. I was a little worried that she was going to get coming out of the movie. I, I I was concerned that she would get overshadowed with how great um, Ali and then all the various uh, incarnations of uh, of Chiron are. Um, but she's she gives a really difficult performance and and makes it. Uh, she hits the right note of of like, uh, you you sympathize with her and at the same time you you're you judge her at the same time, right? Like you're just like I can't believe that you're screwing this up that bad, but you also see the way her demons are are working and it's it's a really good performance. I agree. Well, I think that does it for Moonlight Talk. We'll talk about this again during Oscar time, um, but. Thank you for tuning into this bonus discussion. Haven't gotten yeah. a chance to branch off and talk Moonlight other than in passing, so good to kind of talk about it a little bit. Wish we would have gotten it when uh, you guys saw it first, but uh, you know, other things took precedent, so sometimes that happens. Yep. Okay. Uh, until next time, where can we find you online, Brian? You can find me on the Twitter, bgil 12 You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com and uh, the Mad About Movies Podcast newsletter. Richard, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at Richard Barden, B-A-R-D-O-N. Or you can find me on the Mad About Movies Podcast newsletter. Kent, where can I find you? On Twitter at Kent Garrison, kentgarrison.com. Find me on this show on Mad About Movies on iTunes. Hit subscribe. I know you're listening right now. Do it and uh, help grow the show. Tell your friends, 
thank the sponsors and uh, take advantage. And we'll see you next time uh, at the cinema. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling tossed salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya ya. The salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again.